Welcome to the Youth Hockey Hub High School Hockey Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by the Red and Black League. To learn more about the league, go to redandblackleagues.com. Now to the show, featuring YHH publisher Tony Scott, the forum guru, Carl East, and the reigning most viewed high school games champion, Danny Ryan. Here's Danny. Okay, welcome back, everybody. I am Danny Ryan, and joined with me in studio is two clowns, or are two clowns, I guess, today. Carl, you're in town. I'm here in the studio. And Tony, you're always in the studio. I'm always in the studio and couldn't be happier to have Carl here to give me one more audio reprieve before I got to fix this (laughs) show. Our audio stuff is all messed up right now, so audio... Uh, Carl gives me a one-week reprieve. Thank you, Carl, for that. And thanks for being. It needs to work next week, though. (laughs) I know it does. No pressure. Don't bring it up. I really prefer not to sit there for two hours while the two of you fight a machine for. (laughs) Was did last week. (laughs) Well, um, Tony, we saw some good games this week. I don't know what you did. (laughs) Every team is a good team in this world. Danny. So I saw some good teams as well. Um, and that brings up an apology because I referred to as some teams in the Northwest Suburban Conference as dogs. Well, and I Andover's there. They're Huskies. Yeah, They're I know. I know. But those weren't the dogs I was referring to. Oh, okay. And my apology. And I, I apology. Uh, criticism accepted uh, from one of our very nice fan uh, sent in a note on our page and said that we shouldn't be disparaging our players, which is kind of weird and ironic because we're putting together this book, the Jersey Project, with every team in the state. So. You know, we say some words about some teams when we get fired up in discussion here, but the, the reality is we need all 149 teams. And it was 150, but we were notified that North St. Paul is now co-opt with Minnehaha Academy. Wow. So there is no North St. Paul. So we're at 149 teams to shoot this year. Well, that makes your life easier. Yeah, one less team. And actually, North St. Paul, not because it was North St. Paul, yeah. it, was, it was a tricky team from from a schedule perspective. Now I know why. Because I couldn't find their schedule. Well, that that's why. <laughs> oh. I wonder what their jersey is then. Uh, I, I have a probably pol- Minnehaha. I have a Polar's jersey. Yes, you do. And, and that was the logo for the Polar's was created by the same guy who created the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes. And, and so it's a pretty cool logo. Yep. But that jersey Vintage. might not be a jersey it's anymore. Value. It's kind of like a Southwest jersey. That has some has some value to and it. There's still a high. There's still a Southwest high school. There's still a North St. Paul high school. Is there any hope for the team going forward? I don't know. I mean, their youth yeah. program is merged with with Johnson, oh. St. Paul Johnson. Oh, okay. So it's Johnson, Como, North St. Paul. So there is hope. I don't know why they didn't when they when they merged. Why they just didn't merge with. St. Paul Johnson. It's a bigger school. I would have quiz ball meets there often because <laughs> they're in St. Uh, Thomas's. In and we're on quiz ball. Super centrally located too. I mean, yeah, it, it's right a nice, nice school. Side. Yeah, yeah. So. I think I'm guessing Johnson has some pride. They probably don't want to. They probably don't. Yeah. You're right. You're right. They've had, you know what though? Johnson Como North St. Paul has won a state youth PB tournament, and they had some nice players. A lot of them end up going to Hill. You know that the typical yeah. East Side yeah. 
private thing, which is totally foreign to me on a West Side public guy. <laughs> it just doesn't get it. But everybody, everybody seems to flock to the privates on the on the East Side. Before we move on, just really quick. So North St. Paul's no longer a program. It yep. sounds like, and Tartan's Class A. Yep. That's interesting. It makes it definitely interesting because that's a that's a hill question now. Like, yeah. where does Hill get their players if literally they're – that was where they were drawing a lot of kids. Well, they're drawing uh, a lot of kids water from Woodbury. Woodbury, yeah. that's where they get their kids. Well, I'm just saying that was their cupboard, you know, before. It definitely was their cupboard, no question. And and White Bear is still a yes. nice little feeding ground for, for Hill Murray. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What, 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 yeah. So, speaking of the Jersey Project, uh, we are probably 20, 25 jerseys in already, right out of the gates. Uh, I got to go. see Waconia and Winona, two teams I would have never seen before. Mm. And I, I I see East Grand and Orno. I got those guys. And I also got uh, Northfield Fairbowl on Thursday. And I'm not sure we've got really anything juicy besides those. I mean, we got those some teams. Those are juice. Brianna got uh, Woodbury and Asio yesterday. So Man. we're getting teams we don't normally see. That's the point of the book. Yeah. So every team gets the same amount of real estate on the book. Yeah. So, Tony, I'm, I'm sitting in in front of this giant chart? Sh- chart of every team in the state it's covering yep. up half the wall in the office here and you know it's it's this you know cold group gold machine of when you're going to be at yes. different games here so i'm just going to say what happens when it snows don't bring that up it can't snow <laughs> <laughs> tony you live in minnesota it means snow. <laughs> stop saying snow it's not going to snow it means <laughs> rami's going to really have to drive <laughs> we're, we're lucky because 22 teams play in the schwan cup this year or whatever Herb brooks cup yeah. so we get lucky there we knock out a lot of jerseys there but there are going to be a few road trips here and i still haven't seen solve the Baudette uh, Lake of the Woods <laughs> riddle yet. That's the only real hard one up on the board that I've, I haven't figured out yet. But yeah, snow is a bad thing, especially when I got to make an hour and a half, hour, 15 minute trip down to Lesur or or an hour and 15 minute trip to Waseca. Those We're going to be going to Waseca, Lesur and River Lakes a lot this year, probably two or three times to pick up some of these far off teams so that make their of, way where close the teams to the from the hinterlands come in to yes. be sort of close. It's for when you. the yeah. far off teams come sort of close to the Twin Cities, so that's when we'll be going to those spots. Well, we we caught one of those um, this week in East Grand Forks. Both yes. all of us here did. Did um, they wear their green jerseys? To yeah, like that it? new look. I, I do. Yeah. I like yeah. I like my East Grand Forks jersey, but the little wave. Is a lot better logo. Yeah, they they upped it. They upped it there. Okay, let's start with some games. Um, a home and home happened this week, and it was a split. No, so it's hard to win a home and home. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll we'll get you, to that later. So Andover six, Blake three on Thursday. I was there for that game. Um, Andover looks like a very very strong team. Top five team I'm looking at right now. Um, Lucrone's still out, um, but Wyatt Kaiser might be one of the best players in the state, if not the best player. In Tony the has state. his hand in the air. I have a question because yeah. I wasn't there and uh-huh. I haven't seen the dogs play yet. But have they? <laughs> have have are they still playing the four line system? Because remember, mm. two or three years ago, that was like their pride and joy. They were playing four lines, yeah, I mean, and they weren't really last year. Uh, yeah. I, and I would say 
Kaiser, they played f- like 5D almost, or uh, Kaiser and Wolf were not playing together okay. unless it was a power play. Right. And so, um, noticed that a lot. So, Kaiser was out, you know, if one of them, one of them was out at any given time. Okay. okay? Um, the, it's early in the season for me, at least the line, uh, you know. Chart lines. Yeah. I just, I need to see a it's team. It's a fun tra- assignment. I, I, I yeah. do it now at games where I just chart all their lines. Yeah. And you start to go, whoa, they're never on the ice. Yeah. 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 Carl charts I do that lines. That's every game I go to. It's, just it's a good way to watch. Yeah, I, yeah. I can do it in my head after the second time watching yes. somebody. Yeah. Um, the first but time the first time for me is details. just wa- eyes wide open and just trying to take in as much as possible um, because that's just how I, I just need to watch the nuances of the team first. I charted the Andover Dinah girls game a couple weeks ago. The Andover girls' first line was on the ice literally almost the entire third period. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're out there again. And again. And, and, and you'll again. see it when I do color stuff. I, I always bring up line matching because line matching, when you get into certain matchups, is State very important. It's super timeouts. important. So um, that's just normal stuff with that. Um, okay, so uh, then Blake comes back yesterday, beats Andover 3-2. to two. Blake's a legit squad. Was that game at Andover? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so they both yeah, won, they, on, they won the road games. Yeah. Road games. Okay. yeah, so I I think Blake is legit, but I just want to know how often they're going to finish games. They still look like last year's team in that sense, and I don't know if that's lacking another goal scorer that they lost or <laughs> what have you. Yeah. You know, that makes a difference. Um, so uh, it's just interesting. I'm curious to see the impact you saw, Blake. Yeah. You see any? Did, did two of these two newcomers, uh, Connor Mahoney or or Carter Cranky, make an impact in the game? Carter Cranky did. Okay. That kid's tall. He wasn't. <laughs> he's going to be a fantastic <laughs> hockey player. He wasn't think rostered. When, think about it, he's at ninth grade, right? He's like six four, 106 pounds, right? Yeah. When he actually puts on 40 pounds over the next four he, years, he's, he's going to be, be a big boy. He's, he's going to be big, and he's super athletic kid. Yeah, that was the thing that I noticed with him is I was, was we were looking at him and it was like, okay, he's really tall, and he's and he can skate. He he wasn't not to throw Jonathan Jones under the bus last year yeah. for <laughs> Duluth East, but you know Jonathan when you're, Jones could still use forty pounds. Yes, nineteen right, years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when you're that tall, sometimes you skate like a wounded deer, and Jonathan Jones does not. But just yeah. some people do. Yep. Um, okay, Maple Grove seven, Edina five. Um, I was at this game for the Turkey Trot. I would say Maple Grove can come on hot. At certain points, and they just can flip the switch. I think they need to sure a lot of things up. And it's kind of funny, um, talking to Lauren Nelson, Carl, and I yesterday. If Wenicky and Haug were <laughs> two of the touted goaltenders in the state, this is a weird score for both of them. Yeah. <laughs> to let seven in in your Edina, that's weird. 12 goals. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So 
No, um, we thought that one that was a little surprising. I saw uh, there was a penalty shot. How did they get the pounded Maple Grove with counter shot? Was it? Um, they took it a, they oh, took oh, down. It was two of them that took down Kooks Kooks on a breakaway. On a breakaway. Okay. Yeah. It it was a penalty shot. It wasn't like oh we got a penalty shot. It was yeah. legitimately a penalty. Like shot. the ref didn't even have to put his arms up because no, it was knew. like give it to him. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so no, that was fun and very good goal by Kyle there too. But yeah, this Maple Grove squad, they had a, I think um, Henry Nelson had a snipe from the point. I don't know if um, Oki did too. I mean, this is this is a good squad. It, they'll just get better as the season goes on, I think. Is this the time of year where we go, could you just imagine how good they would be if? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Every time Maple Grove not plays yet. this year. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to do it. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Monticello 5, Pine City 2. Good win for Monticello. Section win there. Yeah. I just, well, I'm just saying, it's a, you know, it's I a gotta section see, win. Before, before we even talk about that section, i got to see North Branch play. Yes, yes. So. Um, Alexandria 3, Delano 2. Marshall four, Albert Lee three. I thought that was an interesting. It's a good sc- score though, because it's that's that, that's two different sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting one because we were wondering like how's um, Marshall's goalie and everything. Well, we Defense know the Marshall's goalie is good. Is Can they good. put pucks in the net? How are the other yeah. nineteen players? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Morehead four, Wyzetta one. I was at this one. I would say this is a matchup of two somewhat interest. Uh, you know, same teams. Tony. I'm just saying that my any anything I said nice about was that in our preseason show I'm taking it all back. Now. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Got off that bad way. <laughs> and Tony is. I'm done. joking. I'm. Jo- I just. I'm disappointed. I thought they were going to be really good this year. I still think they have a chance. They were plenty competitive in those two games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, and they were very. It, it was. I think it was one to one after two. We were so. two yeah. to one. Yeah. Something. Morehead wasn't running away with the game, and I don't think Morehead will run away with many games this season. But they have. Uh, a very very good goaltender in Hudson Hodges. Yeah, I was impressed with him. Luke Grammer looked very nice, mm-hmm. um, but I'll just get to know their forwards a little bit better. I'm still not, you know, quite there on that. Yeah, so Colin Jess seemed to have a good weekend, and yep, it's a good player. Yeah, I thought. I was just I was impressed. They didn't look as fast as Moorhead has in years past, but I don't know if they were just playing with Wyzetta. In right. that sense, because Wyzetta can lull Did you. They wear their black uniforms both oh, oh, well, just, oh, you weren't there the second night. No, but okay. their black uniforms for night Sweet. one. Sweet. It's, it's a better Moorhead black than they've ever had. It's it's a really, really hmm. good jersey. Um, okay, where was I? Orono 4, Alex 1. Um, I, and I didn't say the, I saw Orno on Friday. That's yeah, a good I didn't write that one down. Yeah. Orno two, East Graham Forks two. You were at that one. Yeah, that game. You know, obviously the first period and a half, Orno just kind of took it to him. Bus legs. I, I think they had bus legs yeah, for yeah, sure. They had yeah. bus legs, um, and then. Slowly but surely, East Grand got back into the game. But the overtime was 50-50. Anybody could have won that game. Um, I thought uh, Orno is big, and they, they'll play football. Hmm. I mean, literally, they, they, they were like eight or nine guys that were, you know, looked like, you know, 
well, red, linebackers. Red Black League stars there. Oh, jeez. They were good. They were definitely good. We were in Red Black League country. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Hansen's at the rink, and, you know, we probably three different times we talked to each other. All three times he had to mention something about the Red and Black. I'm like, yep, I got you, Brian. I got you. you know? Well, and look at how good Orono is this year. And those are Red Black That's, League players, right? Know. You know, he's, he's, he's right on when he talks about these kids get to develop without the fear of getting hit. And he thinks that Mound's going to be good. He's talking about Mound because a lot of Mound well, guys play in the yeah. league. He goes, well, we'll see if they can handle all the hitting after going all fall without hitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to play Orno. You better be ready to get hit. Yeah. I, that Holy team smokes. can lay a hammer. Oh. Um, East Grand Forks 5, Delano 1. Carl and I were at this game. This was Carl's first trip to Delano, Tony. Yeah, ever. I mean, I've driven through it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a neat little box. That's yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a barn. No it's cell barn. phone reception. No. No, 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 no tweets made it out of no. <laughs> But no. it, it, it is an interesting rink. Um, but East Graham Forks, they have some players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they can play. That's for sure. Yep. Landon Parker had an excellent game. A couple yep. goals and assists. Pullman had three assists, I believe. Yeah. And what one thing that we noticed is Scotty Oliver told his D to shoot, yeah. shoot everything. Yeah, they definitely uh, they, they had a lot of shots blocked on Friday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of shin sure. pads. Sure, okay, definitely a lot of shin pads. Yeah, you're right though. I, I, that was one of my takeaways with those guys. They're firing the puck like crazy. Yeah, they and when they get into the slot, when their forwards get in the slot, they go hard at the net. Yep, that's a that's a uh, really that's a good team. I think it, at the end, at the end of the day, this team is going to be a really tough out in section play. Yeah, this is a team that's only going to get better throughout the season. I think just watching them right now. They had Jackson Panzer on the second line in mm-hmm. the first and second period. In the third period, whoop, he yep. slides up to the first line and play with Parker, hmm. and it started. They literally started generating. So he had some sort of injury midway through the the second. The, so he didn't play. Uh, game. He, uh, play, he yeah. played, but the first. Period and a half or so. Yeah, so, yeah, East Grand jumped on Delano early. And so it seemed like he got injured in, like, the second, right, Carl? Yeah. And then he didn't go back out. They didn't need him, per se, either. Jackson Panzer's the kind of kid who, if his leg was broken, he'd be out on the ice. So Yeah, I think he was was probably precautionary. Yeah, just told to sit at that point. Um, Okay, shocker of the week, Grand Rapids for Benil 2. I think that caught us all as a surprise, right? I still have a mark on my chin when it hit the ground. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that surprised, though. You look at Rapids. They have... You know, goal scorers this year. They got a great goalie. Yeah, a great goalie. I, I caught the last the couple minutes of this game. What's that? I caught, caught the last couple of minutes of a stream of this game, and I was, as you expect, Bill was throwing the kitchen sink at them at that, by that point, and it was mm-hmm. a lot of Carter Croft, Clafton. <laughs> Standing yeah, on his what, head. they got the right formula. They got kids. Yep. They got a few kids up front. They got a great defenseman and a great goaltender. Yeah, yeah, and, and a good coach. And Pert had an empty netter from 150 feet. <laughs> Also, so. <laughs> oh, so it's three two. Yeah, it was three oh, two. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, but but still, the shots were close. It was thirty two twenty four. I think we looked up, and so Benil, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because they were behind. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's one of those misleading yeah. goal, shots on goal. Thing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, you have a 
you have an agenda to score a goal. The other team has an agenda to stop you from scoring goals yeah, in the game. Yeah, like, exactly. Misleading. That's very misleading. Um, so, no, great win for Rapids. We'll learn more about them this week as Minnetonka heads up there um, after Thanksgiving. So that'll be interesting. I'm not sure if this is the time to talk about it or not, but that victory definitely makes 7 A an interesting section. Yes. No. Yep. Because we know not, now know that there's a team in the section who can beat a top five team. Right. Well, right. A team that we think is a top five team. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. on paper, Benilde's yeah. a top five right. team. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's really the reason I don't do rankings this week. So, you know, we have results like this one. It's like, does this make Grand Rapids a top five team? Does no, we need, more, a- we need more clusters of data. Yeah. This will be the cluster yeah. of data. And you see exactly. some of these games in the future later on in the show. Yeah. There's a lot of data points. Mm-hmm. A lot of data points. Well, how does this game match up for you in 7AA then, Tony? Cloquet 3, Chaska 3. It's, it, you know, I, I'm going to use one of uh, Carl's favorite terms when he writes his ranks is middling teams. These are middling <laughs> teams, right? These are not accurate. teams that are going to be in the top 10, but they can give a top 10 team all they can handle on a, any given night, especially a section game. I think Chaska, when they develop their younger kids, you know, they got a freshman goalie played last night. I mean, mm-hmm. Carter Wishart played Bantams last year, <laughs> and he should be a Bantam this year. He's a 2005 birth year playing against kids that are four, oh, that three, four old. years older. Right. 2005. <laughs> so <laughs> think about that. You know, we could have. He could be our kid. I looked it's at this box possible. score. Yeah. <laughs> this is something I wouldn't tweet, but I'll say it live on this show. No problem. Jimmy Snuggerud. I was looking to see if he got any points. Got in the action. Two penalties, both of them roughing. You've ever seen this kid? I mean, he's the least roughable type of kid ever. And now he's out there getting roughing penalties. I love it. This the Lumber Dome does that to people. I don't know where this was. I think it was in Chasco. Oh, the Hawk yeah. ho- Dome. Ho- no, that's, no, that's, that's Hermantown. <laughs> this is the, the Hawk um, Lifetime ho- Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Edina 3, YZ 2 in overtime. Um, I would say this is a saving win for Edina. It's a comeback win, too. They were down 2-1 after 2. Yeah, and so we were about to look up some stats on this, like when the last time Edina went um, 0-2 to start a season. I think they I think they did go 0-2 in the turkey trot once. Did they? I think they did. Okay. So, like but, within the last five years. But they could have gone 0-3 because they have a good game on Monday. Against Benilde, yeah. Yeah, so um, it, it could be rather – it would have been interesting. Yes. If that would have been unprecedented in the yes. Edina-Kirchiles era. This is a team, though, with Edina that I'm not used to. I don't know their top line. Yeah. It, yeah. And that's – that's rare for Edina. I, I think I uh, I said yesterday Edina look is always the team that looks the most polished coming out like of the off season. Not this year. It's, there's going to be a new trend. It's always going to be Maple Grove who looks the most polished. Uh, I wouldn't say we that have a either. Team, which are we? Are, are we we'll, on that team now? Oh no, we'll yeah. get to that team in a minute. Yeah. But no, but I mean, I'm saying historically, yeah. even in sure. Muth, Maple Grove, Austin Maple Grove comes out of the gates fast all the time because they all play together on a year-round basis. So they're always three, four, five steps ahead. Sure, and that makes a lot of sense. And Maple Grove is doing that a little bit this yep. year. Um, they beat Moorhead. Um, six to two after being down two one, right, Carl? Yep. Yep. Uh, after two, so uh, again they're going to score in bunches, and they're just going to come at you, and it's going bing, 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 done. And, and so that's not necessarily a surprise score, 
But the surprise team of the week for me was definitely Rosemount, and they beat Minnetonka five to two, and they beat them convincingly. That yeah, was it's, we were both at this game, and it was it was fun to watch. And Rosemont came out really crisp. They're firing these you know long stretch passes, and tape to them. tape. Yep, just looked like a machine. They were ready to go, and that, and that defensive core they're, they're basically playing five and yeah. mixing and matching over the course of a game, and it, it was it looked really good. Yeah, and Lewandowski had four goals. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know I hate to talk up. You know, kids that are Bantam eligible playing, you know, because apparently I do that all the time on this show. <laughs> but I heard uh, Jimmy Clark had some points for Edina, yeah. uh, right? Yeah. And then uh, you saw this Charlie Strammel cat. Ooh, yeah. Pretty good, huh? I don't know who that is. <laughs> didn't even notice. Like, didn't even, didn't notice, even him. notice him out there, right? Top line he's center. Impossible to not notice. He's fantastic. <laughs> he he's how tall is he? He's huge. Six three at least. Yeah, and he moves. He's bandom eligible. Yeah, um, he is saying, but he is he's the real deal. Yes. Um, he has first round draft pick kind of written all over him wow. if he keeps it up. Wow, that's his that's IQ was, away. but his IQ was very high. His size is very big. He knows how to use his body very well. Um, yeah, I yeah. liked watching him. Rosemont could have finished this game like early in the second. They had three point blank chances in the first couple of minutes of the second period. And, yeah, and they, they really let Minnetonka stick Minnet- around. Oh, Minnetonka's got the kit from Dallas on their team, right? Yeah. Right? Um, I'm not sure on that one. Okay, who the goalie was? Yeah. He had a great night. And I'll, okay. I'll look it up. Cause we, we I'm pretty sure they had a kid move in from Dallas, U16. Uh, again, this is goes back to I don't watch. Well, I just watch with eyes open. I don't watch Brandon Chance was in goal. Brandon Chance. Yeah, if you do a quick elite prospect search on him, I'm sure you're going to find that he's played at Dallas. Probably. Because that name doesn't ring a bell as a kid who came up through the Minnetonka feeder system. Mm, yeah. So, uh, all right. And then last game of the, the day, um, Eastview 3, St. Thomas Academy 1. Um, so uh, I would say this is probably Rose Punce's section to lose right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's going to be a lot of – this is going to be one of those – New coach, growing pains type of situation. Yeah, and you, they published their line charts. Whoever is in charge at St. Thomas now, I'm in love with this. Right? Well, because they're, they're a lot are, more public about mm-hmm. well, their team. The Vanellis were very private. Anti, yeah, I know. Very, very private. Yeah, line charts and the coaches uh, listed. And, and a Twitter handle, actually. Twitter yeah. handle. It's just fantastic. Starting the 21st century. Yeah, so, yeah. no, it, that is a different look for St. Thomas. But if you look at the team, it's not a, you know, I it's follow you hockey. There's not a lot of big-time names on that list. It no. will. I mean, it's going to happen. Hollum is the big-time name. Yeah, absolutely. No uh, question about him. And, and he is a, a, he'll be a superstar for them this year. He needs to be. But Badad, Bamer, Ron D. They can I mean, play. Those they can play, but there's – And they, they just don't have the, the, the this muscle. Is, this is a different St. Thomas team, and they do not have what Rosemont has. No, I can, I don't sight unseen on St. Thomas Academy, but Rosemont's. Could Rosemont beat Eden Prairie? I think they yeah, could. The team we saw last night could beat Eden Prairie. Yeah, right. the team we saw last night could beat a lot of number one teams in the state. Okay, I like that. So we're talking up Rosemont. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I'm. I'm buying a lot of shares of Rosemont right, like, right now. I 
figured when I saw when I knew Charlie Strammel was coming in, I'm like, this team's gonna be good because he's a legit. Like you said, a first round draft pick. He's a legit college hockey player. There's no question. He's got a future in college hockey. Well, you combine that with with Ratzloff and Wheeler. And and Lewandowski. I mean, now, now we're talking. This is a well, you know, this is a bona fide team. What I thought about when I was watching that team um, yesterday is Ratzlaff's not the best player on the team, or it doesn't have to be the best player on the team. Yeah, and uh, that's hasn't been true for Jake in the last two years. Yep, and, and so uh, he just he doesn't have to do everything. And he, and so it lets him play defense better, it, and it, and then it opens up Mason Wheeler more because now Jake's is sitting back, so Mason can jump up, and then Luke Lewandowski can score more goals. And and he did that last night. And so sure. it just it, everything kind of fed on itself, and it just looked really nice. Okay, right. so that's the games of the past. Middle segment time, Tony. All right, I'm ready. Um, you guys are going to throw excuses. So that we, go, we get we go to me. a lot of games, yep. right? And we hear a lot about other teams, the, other than the ones that we're watching. And always, people got to tell us why they lost. <laughs> so you go to games three months out of the year. I go to games twelve months out of the year. So imagine I have four times the amount of excuse litany <laughs> that comes into my excuse chamber. I have heard them all. Okay, so we're gonna. I want to see if you can stump me if I have heard this excuse okay. before. So we're gonna go through like if we believe this excuse that we hear of why a team lost. Okay. Yep. So you're so, gonna try to see if you can stump. The yeah. Excuse. So, so Tony. First games of the year. Okay, we're just we're gaining our legs right now. I have heard that excuse, and I don't buy that excuse for I, a minute. It's true for the other team too. <laughs> yeah, if it's not their first game, it's their second game usually. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, having watched Rosemont last last night. They're ready. It was their first game. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie Strammel hasn't played with. Yeah, Yeah, he's never played with them ever. Yeah. Charlie Strammel's never played with these guys in an organized game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. How do you look? Great. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow they were fine. All right. Uh, Here's one that I I, I hear frequently uh, bus legs. Yeah, yeah. I, the only Long road trip. The yep. only time I would give someone bus legs, and I said this earlier, is if Badette Lake of the Woods was playing in Rochester or La Crescent. That's like <laughs> nine hours. That's like from here to St. Louis. Yeah. I might give you that. I, I did that drive this year. It's a miserable drive. It's you know what I mean. It, it, you know, it's it, that that maybe you can give it to him, but uh, I don't. I'll buy the bus legs a little bit, but you can't. I don't think we use yeah. – we don't get that one that much. Also, these are high schoolers. I mean, their bodies just work differently from even ours 10, year, <laughs> ten years later. You know, it's like <laughs> – Right. Absolutely. They, they're fine. Uh, bad rink, Tony. Bad rink. Bad bounces. Bad rink. I don't hear that one often. If I heard it, I wouldn't buy it for a second. <laughs> well, I, I hear that a lot. Like, uh, have you ever played at Richfield? God, you go into the boards there, and it's just cement. Yeah, but it's still the same built boards for both teams. I don't buy that one. Yeah, here's a related one that I hear. I, you know, a coach we, we know well and are, are fond of it just harps on this one. Olympic ice. Can't play on Olympic ice. I hear that one a lot, and I don't buy that one either because both teams have to play on that Olympic ice. But that is, uh, one team's home rink. They play there all the time. We only play there twice a year. 
<laughs> if, if that coach comes from Section 7AA and has multiple state titles, he gets to play his section final in his home rink as well. Oh, that's a good one, Tony. Yep, yep, there's a good one. Yeah. It's their home yeah, rink. One, yep. Yeah, it's their one, home rink. Yeah, that's a good one. Did you one. believe that? Uh, no. It's not their home rink because no one plays at the deck or at the well, Amsoil for their home games. Yeah. So it's not anyone's home rink. It's a neutral site. Okay. Um, how about this one? The student section just got in our head. I've never heard that one before. You've stumped me. I've never heard that one. <laughs> heard, that's heard the stupidest that thing in my life. <laughs> teams coming into a certain arena in Duluth. And <laughs> yes. <sections>. Yes. <laughs> uh, another one that's on this note. Got the Northern refs. The, <laughs> the Northern refs. Yeah, I've heard that one a jazillion times. Yeah. I mean, yes, I've heard that one. Or mm-hmm. it, there's the, the cousin to that is the Homer ref. Yeah. Like, yeah, we of went course, there yeah. and their ref screwed us. I'm like, no. It's, it's really funny eavesdropping on when Twin Cities teams come up to the Northern rinks and, cause it, every time. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a Homer ref yeah. thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I hear that one, and I don't buy that. 99% of the times I don't buy it, but I have seen it. I, I've yeah, we've seen I have it. seen where like whoa, it's usually Dinah's the one that's getting the worst of it. Of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. When you're up north, yeah. Um, new coach and staff tone. Oh, I've heard that one. I've heard that one, and I don't usually buy that. I don't buy that that much either. I think if the kids are good enough, it doesn't matter who's coaching. I agree. I agree. Uh, oh, speaking of head coaches, how about the head coach isn't on the bench? You know, Giles is gone. Giles is gone. Uh, that's not. Uh, that's the fault of the athletic director for hiring a coach who's allowed to come and go or allowed who can't play. Right? It can't be there. Right? Fine. Right? Fine. Sure. I don't buy that one. Okay. Uh, oh, the head coach needs better assistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, three games, three nights. I would buy three games, three nights if the other team they played was playing one game, one night, because that is a definite disadvantage. But usually in these three games, three nights, like uh, Hockey for Life or Schwan or whatever, they're all playing three games and three nights. Yep. So, no, I don't buy that one. But, what but if yes, team, I have what if my team's that. a thin team and we have to run two lines all the time? Yeah. Well, that's their fault for running three. <laughs> you have enough players, exactly. play them. Yep, and on the same note, day game after a night game. Ugh. Well, you do make the coaches do make the schedule. I know this because they're, they're the ones I deal with when making these events. They make the schedule. The AD make, signs the contract. So, if you go day game because you want to get back north quicker, that's your own fault. We have a new goalie. <laughs> yes, I've heard that one dis, uh, you know, a million times. Uh, goaltender is only one of six positions on the ice. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out. Uh, we just had we, we we joked about this one a few minutes ago, but it's a, it's a home and home. It's hard to sweep a team in a weekend. I, the home. Well, look at college hockey. It's hard to sweep a team. And yeah. this is, you know, we had it last year with Hill Marini Dina played a home and home back you know? tonight, and and Blake and Andover kind of just did it. There was a game, a day yeah. separated, but it is tricky. I, I would actually buy that as an excuse, <laughs> believe it or the not. First one he's bought. Yeah. I would, if I was going to buy any excuse, that would be the one I would buy. What to about be this? With you. What about this one? We had the flu. 
I don't buy that one ever. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't a team have to reschedule this week because of flu? Girls. Yeah. Yeah, Mount Tonka. Wow. I don't know where they were playing. They played somebody, but they were out. Yeah. They literally canceled the game wow. because of illness. So. I haven't heard that before. Well, then, on a related note here, someone's injured or someone's suspended. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. Was it the whole team? Yeah. You hear that <laughs> rankings all the time. I don't buy that one. Okay, last one. I mean, we won in shots, though. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a whole show on shots on goal. I call it the SOG monster. Shots on goal is just a stat kept at the, the arena that has no bearing on the game. It's never been used as a tiebreaker for anything. <laughs> it can tell the story of a game. It also cannot. It can also deceive you yes. with the story of the game. So I don't buy that one for a minute. Okay, well, that's all I got over here. All right. Uh, what is next on our list here today? Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Sniper's Edge. Uh, Sniper's Edge is uh, running a hot pro, uh, hot uh, Black Friday promotion this year. Uh, any hockey training aids, um, you can go to snipersedge.com and get a huge 50% off discount on every one of their items for uh, shooting tarps, shooting balls, shooting nets, you name it. If you're going to train for hockey, go to snipersedge.com. We're going to have a Sniper's Edge interview today with uh, Creighton Durham Hall senior Matthew Gleason. Excited to have Matthew a part of the show today. Uh, coming right up uh, after this segment about Sniper's Edge. Okay, we are joined here today with a senior forward from Creighton Durham Hall and Colorado College commit Matt Gleason. Matt, how's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Um, so we actually just got done talking about a list of excuses, actually. I forgot to tell you this. So, so what's your favorite excuse for when your team loses? Um, I don't know. That's kind of a tough one. I mean, I kind of want to preach accountability, but I know that's not always true. uh, (laughs) Have you ever had bus legs? Northern refs? It's probably the northern refs. Uh, Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's always an issue. That's probably the number one. It's just blaming that. It's an easy one. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So... We want to, before we get rolling on some other more deeper high school questions uh, about your high school career, let's talk a little bit about your youth career. Uh, When you were a youth, you obviously won our Wiz Wide Award when you were a peewee, so there's always this big question, east side, private school kid, were you going to go to uh, St. Thomas or Creighton? Walk us through the decision deciding between Creighton and St. Thomas when you were in eighth grade. Yeah, I mean, just growing up, I kind of bled purple and gold. Uh, my dad went to Creighton, uh, all three siblings went to Creighton Durham Hall, so growing up it was kind of like everything purple and gold is good and everything blue and white is bad, so, but getting to the, down to the, the decision, my eighth grade year, uh, Rob Christie was a good buddy of mine, he was pretty convincing, he had me going on the thought that maybe I could be a cadet, but... At the end of the day, I had a good sit down with some of my buddies and my brother, and at the end of the day, we just decided that the best thing for me as a player and a person was to go to Creighton. I'm 100% happy that I made that decision. Oh, wow. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Well, let's talk about the rivalry for a little bit. Uh, I went to St. Thomas, and so whenever I was, you know, when Creighton gets mentioned at St. Thomas, it gets hissed, and like everybody just. 
strange strange <laughs> it's a weird tradition with strange. that but i'm it, it is a lot of fun and your coaching staff has both schools on it um you haven't beat them yet you play them this week what's the hype into this game uh yeah it's just it's kind of hard to explain you can't really put it in the word i mean the atmosphere the build up to the game it's really something you just got to experience I mean, growing up, I've been playing against some of those guys, even with those guys, through and through. I mean, last year, Rob Christie, Ben Stucker, they were on my state championship team as Peewees, and then you got you step on the ice, and it's almost like you want to kill the guy the second you see him because he's in the other jersey. But it's, it's really hard to explain. I mean, I don't know. It's just something different. Uh, those guys are both grade school mates, too, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the game two years ago at um, Highland, sold out, I and mean, it was sold out even before like tic- no tickets were sold to it. Right, it, you couldn't get in unless you had a pre-sale ticket. Talk about just that game and that atmosphere type of thing. Yeah, that was that was really crazy because you walk in the JV game at about four thirty to just prepare mentally for the game, and the the whole place is already packed and. We walk out for warm-ups, and the whole place is shaking, literally. I mean, you couldn't see a wall in the whole place. Every spot was covered. The student section had the boom box on the top of the student <laughs> section, just blaring music. So the building was legit shaking. It was unreal. That was probably one of my favorite atmospheres for this rivalry. Uh, I remember when I was in high school, the 07 game, so the year after both teams won state, I was sitting in one of the aisles and the fire marshal had to come by me like every 10 minutes to tell me to like scoot over because there was no seat literally in the house. Yeah, those are good games. Yeah. Um, Carl. Yeah. So, Matt, you know, you're a senior now and you've been through you know, a couple tough section losses over the past couple of years. And now you've, you know, you're a senior in this team. You know, it's not really ranked in anyone's top 10 now. So do you have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder to really prove something in here? Yeah, I mean, for sure. That's kind of been my whole story growing up. It's just a chip on the shoulder. But we're fine with where we're at. We're just going to do our own thing. We're going to work hard, do the right things, both on and off the ice. And at the end of the day, we're just going to let the hockey show for itself. We don't really care about the publicity or the media on it all. We just want to show up to the rink, do our job, and go home happy. But really tight-knit group of guys, and it's going to be a really fun year. I mean... Like you said, we're not ranked very high right now, but I think we have the potential to shock some people this year. Okay. Um, Tony, do you have anything? I got a question. You talked about the group of guys. You know, a lot of your guys over the last years are gone, the Magnusons, and those guys are gone. Talk a little bit about the new group, the new wave. Who should we look for on Creighton Durham Hall this year? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a vague question considering that we got about 10 underclassmen, <laughs> but I think all of them – have potential to be very good hockey players. I mean, as of now, they can all play. They're all fast. Even though we're a little bit smaller, we're quick, we're skilled. But I think that this year it's wide open for us. We're going to have some people that have to step into some big roles. And overall, through and through, Gabe Brasmussen, Luke McCarthy, Drew Fisher, Jake Sandreal, the freshmen, uh, Devin Cardenas, Attila Lapai, Jake Fisher. It's just through and through. I mean, the defenseman, Simon Hogue, is an unreal player. Zach Sandrill, it's pretty impressive. And then we got uh, coming back for seniors. I mean, Jack Knight has been my go-to guy all the way through hockey, which is always 
net for me and just a really fun player to play with. And then Preston Thelm and I return in senior defense soon. He's going to have to play a really big role for us. So you and Jack played. Talk about a little bit about that. Jack was just a, an unbelievable player. He was so small when he was when he was a youth, and now he's growing up. And talk a little bit about his game, Jack's game, and where it's progressed. Yeah, I mean he's not going to be the fastest player, and he's not going to be the guy to go coast to coast. But he knows his role, and he plays it really well. Uh, he's got very good hockey IQ, very good hands, and he uses it to his advantage. He's very fun to play with. He puts the puck on your stick in a good spot and makes it pretty easy on you. So I've never had a problem with it all the way throughout. I make him better. He makes me better. So it's really fun to play with him. Okay. Well, thanks, Matt. Now let's talk about some games uh, coming this up week. this week. Okay, And then, and then we'll, we'll stick around to some pick Yeah. Okay. So some big games this week. Um, the Brainerd and Moorhead play in the Section AAA tilt. Orno Monticello. I, I'm interested to see where Monos, Monticello is on this track right now in Class A. Um, Greenway in Virginia was originally a good game. I don't think that's going to be as this much year, this year, not Carl. So much. Yeah. Um, Eveleth and Hermantown, you plan on going I'll, to I'll that be one? there. It's in Hermantown. And this Eveleth team had a pretty strong first weekend. No, not great competition, but um, it's. They're, they're, they're going to be interesting one to watch. I have a shot at a higher seed in 7A. Uh, an interesting one, Chaska Blake, I think, kind of for both teams. This is always an interesting matchup, Tony, at least for me. Yeah, I think they're teams that are, like we talked about before the show, these are teams that can actually um, make some noise in section play. They can beat a top. They have enough talent on a team to beat a top 10 team. Yeah. Yeah. This is, It's how much, how far they can go. And they they need to prove it in these type of games. Right. Um, Sartell versus Matamidi also on Tuesday, which is another. You are high on Sartell right now. Sartell's kind of like my prior lake. You know, you, you, they have all this great success at the youth level. They should be good. And they just seem to never quite get over the top. Um, you're also throwing a tournament this weekend, Tony. Yes, we are. We the have the opener. opener this weekend. We have Lakeville, Chaska, Holy Family, Creton, St. Thomas, uh, Blake, St. Thomas. Some really good hockey games. Lakeville North is there too. Yep. They play Chaska on Friday. Um, where where is the tournament, Tony? At Bloomington Ice Garden. It'll be. I can tell you right now, the Creton St. Thomas game is already sold out. <laughs> better, better get tickets now. So um, okay. Uh, Minnetonka goes up to IRA to play Grand Rapids on Friday. That so the game just got interesting. Yes, that it did. game really got interesting. So that's another good test for the Thunderhawks to see how they respond after a really good win. All those northern refs too, right? Yeah, no. definitely. Puck <laughs> yeah. has no hope. Just getting uh, homered. <laughs> the um, Greyhounds start their season against White Bear Lake down Which they here do on every Friday. Year. Yep, yep. Um, that's a tradition for them. Um, War Road plays St. Cloud Cathedral up at the gardens so good test um see how the bus you know works for st cloud cathedral um roso then comes down to play maple grove on friday and so, centennial too uh, on saturday mm-hmm. i would believe yep. they um roso and centennial really like this home and home thing going on every year they, it's cool. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, they play um, that pretty consistently. On Saturday for the opener, we got Holy Family versus Lakeville North and then St. Thomas Academy versus Blake. The other opener game we're going to do in the Pickums. Um, Minnetonka plays Greenway on Saturday. Andover plays Moorhead on Saturday. That's a big game. That's a big game. That one should be a lot of fun. Two really good defensemen going at it there. Um, Wyzetta Duluth East is on tap on Saturday. 
Um, Creighton plays Eden Prairie, which should be a fun one. Yes. Um, Sartell plays War Road, which again, that's a how good is Sartell? We'll We're find gonna, out. This we'll weekend. find out this week. Um, Hermantown plays Lakeville South, and Blaine plays Edina. This is a loaded week. Yeah, considering we have a holiday in there too, is yeah, and, and that's not throwing the pickums that we already have. On that holiday, we don't get a break from hockey because North Dakota and Minnesota play in college. That's right. <laughs> There's no rest for the hockey fan this week. Okay, you want to lead the pickums, Stone? Yes, I do. All right. So how this works, Matt, is you go last in the first round of picks. We go oldest to youngest, and uh, at this point, we oh, know well, why. Why doesn't Matt go first on the first one? All right, fine. We'll go youngest to oldest. That's fine. You always got to change uh, things up. Because if he goes, if he, goes, I don't know how that works. It's uh, fine. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Sure. At the don't end try of the to day, figure this out, Danny. At the okay. end of the day, Creighton St. Thomas pick. No, Matt's going to well. go last. Okay, fine. Okay? So fine. we'll go Matt first because you change things up. <laughs> Yay! All right. So we got a little Class A top five battle here. St. Cloud Cathedral East Grand Forks. That's played in St. Cloud, correct? Uh, St. Cloud Cathedral East Grand Forks. That's at East Grand Forks. Oh, it's because up north. Okay. Remember there. Up at War Road yeah, on Friday. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So on the road, the number one rated team in the state, St. Cloud Cathedral at East Grand. Who do you like in that one, Matt? Uh, I probably got to take St. Cloud Cathedral. Uh, they're really strong up top. We actually scrimmaged them this weekend, and we got some really skilled forwards. So I think that they're going to come out on top, even though they're on the road. All right. That's a good pick. Carl, you're up next. Yeah, I think I'm also going to take Cathedral. Um, you know, I think they're just ready for the season to start, you know, uh, whereas um, East Grand, you know, you know, they're a younger team. They're still kind of finding their way. And I liked what I saw from East Grand, but I think St. Cloud is really a step ahead at this point. Danny? I'll take East Grand Forks in this one. I, I liked what I saw out of them um, this weekend. Like them at home as well. Um, and, to you know, this is after St. Cloud Cathedral has a big game on Friday night as well. I agree. I'm going to go East Grand Forks, too. That place, the, the East Grand's rink is enormous. Yes. It's it's like Braemar big. <laughs> it's good. So I, I like East Grand in this one, too. So next game is Blaine and Hill Murray. Um, Carl, you get to go first on this one. Ooh. Um, you know, I've been trying to ride the Hill Murray train at the start of this season, so I think I'll take that, them here. Um, you know, it's just it's just a good, good well-balanced team and great returning goaltender. So I'll go with the Pioneers. All right, Danny. Um, I will probably be at this game on Wednesday. This is at Aldrich, but I'm going to go with Blaine on this one. I, I'm going to trust Carson Rickles can get it done. Um, and I just need to see something out of Hill for me to start to believe them this year. Even though they haven't played yet, I just want to I want to see something first. I'm going to go with the more experienced one, Blaine, on this one as well. This, and, I, and I also want to kind of see if we can trap Matt into picking an east side <laughs> private school team on this one. That was the other reason I picked him. So who do you like, Hill Murray or Blaine? You know a lot of boys on both of these teams, and they're both top ten teams. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I mean, Blaine's really good up top, but I'm going to have to go with my Hill Murray boys on this one. They got some class forward. Joe Klaus, on the back end, is a phenomenal player, and 
at the end of the day, they just got one of the best goalies in space. So I think I got to go with them on this one. Drop and fly. Here. You, just, you should be on this show every week. You seem yeah. to know every, more about it than we do. I love it. <laughs> probably does. <laughs> yeah, he probably does. No question about it. All right. So Danny gets to go first on this one. Uh, this is this is a Section 6 AA game. You might even go to this one, Matt, I would bet, if you're not playing. It's on uh, Monday, so e he's not. Edina and Benilde St. Margaret's at St. Louis Park, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, Danny, want to go first on this one? I think Benil bounces back in this one. I trust their – they have more forward depth, and I, I like them in this game. All right. I'm going to agree with you on this one and go with Benilde St. Margaret's. Matt, it is your turn. Benilde or Edina? Hard to pick against Edina. Yeah, I mean, they're always good. They're Edina. But I think I'm going to have to go with Benilde. They're an experienced team this year, and I think they're going to bounce back from that tough loss this week. How many private schools can you choose? <laughs> You've yeah, gone private, private, and private. Just, just, and and Hermantown's practically a private school. So no. I'll choose against one to just pick another private school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Carl, you're up. Uh, we're going to make it four for four. You're going Brunel yep. too? Yep. Wow, we just put a Goocher on this on one. Yeah. On Edina. I think this last time we did that. I think this is kind of a toss-up game, though. So do I. Especially after this weekend. Um, having seen Edina, they're a very good skating team, and they can keep up with Benilde, but Benilde only scoring two against Grand Rapids kind of... Uh, Hogue's a good goaltender, too. See, I got to check the stats. I haven't checked the stats on that. The, the Carson Limesand factor, he's the goaltender for yeah. Bernilde. I he know did not he play. Had, he did yeah. not play, so yeah. he's been injured. So okay. that's a big factor. Yeah, is how is big... long is the Limer out, you know? Yeah, that's that so makes a difference. It definitely is a, is a big difference here. So, um, all right, last game before we get to the CDH-STA game, uh, I get to go first in this one. I'll go first twice in a row then, right? That's so we'll fine. put Matt last. All right, so we go Wyzetta Hermantown. I've seen this game a handful of times. So it's always, it's always a one-goal game. It is. And I think today this will be no different this year. Uh, Wyzetta Hermantown. Is this one at Hermantown, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to go Hermantown. Uh, Speaking me... of northern refs, this was one of the all-time northern ref. <laughs> were you at the game? Were yeah, we and, were both and, at this and, one. And a Mr. Uh, Puck kind of got into the crease, and it was covered up by a goaltender. And the next thing you know, it's like the refs pointing at it. The refs yeah. go talk. <laughs> These northern refs go over, and they talk about where they're going to go with beers after the game. And they go, let's get out of here and give this to Hermantown. <laughs> next thing you know, it's goal, Hermantown. The game was pretty much over. So. Yeah, that is, I've seen this game up there yeah. and down here yeah. actually i usually yeah. go to this game so who do you got in this one i got i got hermantown i i like the beyondy and pierce in this one to kind of lead the scoring charge i like this one so carl you know a known hermantown hater can you oh, go against oh, hermantown on this harsh. one yeah you are gonna go against yeah. them you're going why is that <laughs> It's the wise that a crap. Don't do it. Yeah, wow. right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so Matt, you got some decisions here. Um, you got either Hermantown. Uh, or you got who you probably know a lot of those guys, and then you got Wyzetta, a section opponent. Do you want to? Who do you want to make mad in this one, Hermantown or Wyzetta? Uh, I don't know. That's kind of a tough one. I think the big factor is that it's up north in Hermantown. It's kind of tough to go on the road and go into a northern building and take the win especially if it's two teams that are pretty similar but i think Biani's a heck of a player and even though why is that a solid through and through i think hermantown's got this one all right 
Good job. Good job. All right. Now we go to the uh, Creighton Durham Hall St. Thomas game. This ought to be a fun one to pick because I think it's about a 50 50 game. Yeah, I would We say have it's the 50/50. guest of the guy on the show with us, which is, makes it more fun. Yeah. We're all going to be there. You'll probably be watching this one, right? Most likely. So uh, on Youth Hockey Hub. So I'm going to go first. I'm going to go uh, St. Thomas Academy on this one. They've. I don't think they lost last year in the in the opener. Um, no, they did. They, did lose they last lost to Tonka, but they have football players out. Yes, I don't They're, know if we, they we, have we didn't use that excuse. We, that's, oh, that's we another did another excuse. Yeah. They football were in the player. state football tournament. Yeah, I don't true. know if they have football players on their team this year. I don't think they I'm not do. Sure. I'm not uh, sure. But football is still going on because unlike Creighton, we're in the state championship game. Ooh. That's right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Danny. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't good matter. one, Matt. Yeah. You came loaded for bear. I love it. I love it. <laughs> typical, typical St. Thomas playing in the division lower than they belong. No. I love it. All right, Danny Ryan, you are up on the St. Thomas Academy Cretan game. Yeah, I'm going the St. Thomas bounce back win here. Yep. Easy one, too. You know, just roll Could it be cadets. running time? Could it be a running time? It could be. It could right. be. Whoa. I mean, like, I've seen it before in a St. Thomas Creighton matchup. Oh, wow. Yeah, at the fairgrounds. Is it? Is the young kids call that throwing shade right now? Are you throwing shade? I just tossed some. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last. Like Tony saw on his. Second to last pick here. Uh, Carl, who are you going to take? St. Thomas uh, and Creighton. It's a tough matchup, but, you know, St. Thomas just. After that Eastview loss, you feel they have to have a chip on their shoulder from that. They need to come out. You're going St. Thomas too. Yeah. So it's, so Creighton, a little insight here. Creighton's bringing their DJ. They're bringing their because it is technically their home game. They're bringing their wow. DJ. They're bringing their their. Uh, of course, PA they guy. have a DJ. They're going to have the home section. St. Thomas is going to be playing state football that day. This thing's going to be like 75 Creighton, 25 St. Thomas in the stands. It's going to be like a serious I'll wear blue game. for you, okay, if that you makes will. you happy. All right, so let's see if we can convince uh, Matt to go against his team, Creighton-Durham Hall. Who are you going to take, Creighton or St. Thomas? Uh, I, don't, I don't know who I'd have to pick. St. Thomas to beat no matter who they're playing. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Creighton. But as the game goes, I think just – Show up, watch, and we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, Matt, I texted Funk when he took the Creighton job. I said I would root for you, I'll root for you all but one game a season, and you know which one. <laughs> Well, I honestly, if, I, if if this wasn't our shtick is to pick against you, I'd be picking Creighton in this one. I think they're the better team. I think it's going to be a fun matchup. Should be. Should be. Always is. Well, uh, and I just want to thank a couple people before we, we sign off on the show. Thanks to our sponsor, Sniper's Edge, for bringing us this Sniper's Edge sniper, uh, Matt Gleason, to our show. Uh, shout out to Red and Black League for their sponsorship. And thanks to Carl and Danny for them putting together a great show. And a huge shout out to you, Matt. Thanks for joining us this week on the uh, show, our kickoff show with a, with, a, with a guest on our show. Appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It means a lot. All right. And good luck the rest of the year. Thank you. All right, boys. We'll see everybody at the rink. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I've got Ferraris, Maseratis, drive all over the place. I drink martinis, never seen these looks all over their face. My friends all know that I'm cool. I've been this way since high school. Because life's never been sweeter when you're just a cake eater. When it comes down.